Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Good morning, you're with Trish Posterino and Valerie Fafala on Arts Express, 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am, digital podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Our guests today are jazz organist and multi-instrumentalist Jake Mason, who's featuring in the Stonington Jazz Festival next Thursday, after tomorrow's launch of his debut solo album, The Stranger in the Mirror, and Carol Whitfield. G'day, Carol. Good morning, Good morning, ladies. <laughs> who presents Beyond the Beehive, Amy Winehouse's musical mastery, a celebration of a modern music master at the Butterfly Club. Yes. How wonderful. Yes. Butterfly Club's a great friend of ours, Trish. Yeah, indeed. And, and, and Amy is a wonderful friend oh, of ours. So certainly yeah, is. So she's a genius, but we'll talk about a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, first of all, tell us a bit about your your version of Amy and you're drawn to Amy Winehouse in order to perform her, I'm sure. Yeah, so I was always fascinated with Amy Winehouse's music. It was just I was just drawn to it and couldn't stop listening to it. It was just amazing. But the impetus for doing this show was about a year ago. I read this article by NPR, National Public Radio in America, and it was an article called The 150 Top Albums Made by Women. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I bet she's on there. So I looked it up. And she was on there. So I read this article about her music and that was the first time when I saw that her whole Back to Black album is drawing on the history of Motown, 60s girl groups, soul, all these historical musical styles. And it's like a kaleidoscope of references. It's like a love letter to this amaz- all these music- amazing musical styles as well as something amazing, new and contemporary and yeah. innovative. And I thought, wow. So I started researching it and it it turned out there was this amazing story behind her music and her as a musician, she was just a genius, as you say, musician. And I felt like that story, not many people know that story. And and it's got to be told. It has to be told. Mm. So many people remember, you know, the tabloid stuff, she died young, but not many people know this. I feel like not many people know this stuff and I was really compelled to tell that story. Yeah. That's wonderful because you're true. She, It's true. She has been sort of typecast as this um, drug and alcohol guzzling sort of person who's um, uh, who really wants to meet with death at a young age. And, and she was probably talent. Yeah, she actually well. was all of those things. Yeah, but, but you know, but there's she was um, so much more. Exactly, there's such a much more interesting story to tell about her. And she was so respectful, as you said, Motown. I mean, that sort of put um, black music on the map previous to jazz. Yeah. Um, it it really sort of made it the popular, um, you know, sort of alternative. And and she's so respected. Uh, the musicians from that absolutely, world. Absolutely, absolutely. They mm. were all her idols, like mm. all the, the great jazz singers, the great jazz instrumentalists. Mm. She listened to jazz singers, Sarah Vaughan, Dinah Washington, but she also names Thelonious Monk and, you know, mm. old time and contemporary instrumentalists as well as her, like just as her idols in music and who she was sort of, who she drew on. And she had that talent that she could listen to all those musicians absorb it all and then it came out in her 
it came out in her, but also her adding to it in this her original put, style. She put her own Amy yeah. stamp on everything. She, yeah, she she talked about jazz. Like a lot of, she said, oh, a lot of people these days are performing jazz who shouldn't be performing jazz, or it's not really jazz. So it's, she said, jazz is not singing dead people's music. Jazz mm. is carrying a, a carrying a legacy forward. So it's not just singing these old great songs, aren't they nice? Warbling along until so nice. resonates with me that yeah, that, that, you know, because you do sometimes you go to a performance and as much as you appreciate the, you you want it to be taken to a, another level, yeah, or a, a certainly. You know, move forward and exactly. put our own exactly. ge- generation. Not of, just relying on sort of, mm. yes, this is a beautiful song, I'm going to sing it nicely, but to add your own artistic creativity, our, which is what uh, jazz is. Yes. Jazz is It's like, impro. Exactly. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. And she's also um, had such talented musicians with her. That's right. What a wonderful band, you know. Oh, the Dust Kings. Lovely mm. saxophones. Yeah, absolutely. The, and, I mean, great, great artists to track. Attract great musicians. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, people wanted to sing with Amy. Exactly. And Amy wanted to sing with, you know, the, the greats yeah, too. Sure, so yeah. it was a, a mutual respect, That's right. wasn't it? Exactly, yeah. 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 So. Mm, and we're going to be talking to you in a minute, but I think what we need to do now is introduce our... I know that you're very welcoming. We're going to introduce our other guest and we're going to contact him. That's um, Jake Mason, who's mm-hmm. this wonderful organist who's put out about 12 albums... And uh, this is his launch of his new solo album, The Stranger in the Mirror. Uh, to yourself, Carol. Um, when did your music career start? Want to get into music in the first instance? And then we might be able to sort of go through and to get to the point where Amy's taken over your life. Sure. So I studied music at a young age, did piano, singing, dabbled in guitar, a few other instruments. And then I loved music theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did a lot of that at school and then I studied music theatre at the National Theatre Drama School. Yes. And, um, so I did that for a while, but it's, gee, it's a hard career. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of thought, yeah, this isn't going to pay the bills. So I, you know, I went and got a, a real life and yeah, married and job. kids and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, um, and all through that I was playing, I was playing musical through that. And then just the last few years I've got back into music theatre, just in community theatre. Um, but then, yeah, like I say, I just started listening to Amy Whitehouse and fell in love with her. Yes, yeah. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of a music theatre person, but yes. I've kind of got a pretty versatile voice, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I can so, rock Amy too. Yes, exactly. And, I mean, your background, uh, we were talking about it just before the show that you were starting Pirates of Pe- uh, Penzance. And, you're the and, Pirate Queen. I was the, the Pirate, Pirate Queen. queen. And, and honest to God, this is a you know um, a, a magic moment because we're saying we did actually equate you to a bit. Amy was a little bit of a pirate queen, wasn't she? Indeed, yeah, she was. Viv, what yeah. do you think? Yeah, definitely. she was a pop pirate queen. Yes, indeed. Just yeah. reading a bit of um, a bit of a, an interview with you from before when you were talking about yourself as the pirate queen in the in the Pirates of Penzance. You said, the fact you can interchange the gender of characters in the show. So many shows performed from earlier eras when gender roles were so much more restrictive. Um, not that a lot's changed on that front, but you, you quite like the, the interest of having a, a sort of upfront pirate queen. Absolutely. Nice, what an opportunity. Aggressive sort of role, but yeah. a good role too because a loved role, a loved role. Exactly. I said that in the article as well. If you've got often anywhere, if you've got a woman who's 
powerful and, you know, a bit of a, you know. Yep. A, Going you know, against the grain. Absolutely. So. It's like she's hated. You yes. know, oh, that, oh, that's definitely. an ugly or, a, you know, a hated character. Yes. And I've played them before. Yes. <laughs> you know, they're portrayed in some negative way. But, you know, everyone loves the Pirate King. Absolutely. They're, they're scared of him but they respect him and they yes. love him. And, yeah. and so it was just great to be able to play that yeah. role. It was There's awesome. Some, and some wonderful opportunities that come your way. And, and look, um, it's funny because often they're juxtaposed with something going on in your own life. I find that. Mm. You know, I don't know if you have, but sometimes you get a role for something that something's going on in your lo- own life that sort of almost mirrors. I mean, hello, s- shrinks out there. You'd have something <laughs> to say about this. Jake, <laughs> welcome to our Arts Express program, and you're speaking with Valerie and Trish. Um, Thank ja- you for having yes, me. Yes, uh, the Stonington Jazz uh, festivals coming up and how exciting, Valerie. Yeah, and you'll be on next Thursday, is that right, Jake? Yes, next Thursday night, the 17th. So really looking forward to uh, releasing this new album um, with my uh, colleagues Danny Fisher on drums and James Sherlock on guitar. Yes, I know Danny. So Cooking on Three Burners, is that the name of your band or is that the name of, um, uh, what is it, your recording in studio? Because you've also got one of those too, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, so look, Cooking on Three Burners is another uh, trio that I play with, which I guess the, the big difference is Cooking on Three Burners is genre-wise more in the soul funk tip. And, yeah. um, and this project that um, that I've just recently put out or putting out this new record is, is more of a jazzier sort of and a nod to the kind of 60s organ trio sort of yeah. heritage. So a diff- little bit different genre-wise and um, different players, of course. Now you've just this is um, you're releasing it tomorrow, aren't you? So it's really a new solo album. Yes, yes, so it's coming out tomorrow. Very excited. Oh, how exciting! Now it's called "The Stranger in the Mirror." Is is there um, a backstory to that? Okay, so there's a song on the album called "The Stranger in the Mirror," and um, you know, slightly odd. The, the the song is a is an instrumental on the album, but the song also exists. Um, as with, with vocals and uh, with lyrics, and I wrote them with um, Eric McCusker, who's a wonderful uh, songwriter in Melbourne that we work a lot together with. Yeah. And um, and so yeah, there is there is a lyric to that song, which um, I'm sure we'll, we'll see the light of day in another form with a, a lyricist, uh, so with a singer rather. Um, but this this time it's uh, just the instrumental version. <laughs> okay, now I'm I'm really interested. I love that sort of Hammond organ sound, beautiful, like. Um, Jimmy Smith, and as you say, brother yeah. Jack McDuff and Dr. Lonnie Smith. Wonderful sort of music. So is that your favourite? I know you're a multi-instrumentalist. What else do you play? Look, I mean, organ and and uh, various keyboard instruments um, and also saxophones are, are sort of my main uh, oh. instruments. But, you know, I mean, when, you, when you're a Hammond organ player, you always, um, you know, you can't sort of forget about the the whole organ heritage of of Jimmy Smith and and you know that classic organ trio sound. Mm. So it's kind of in your va- in your vein. Mm. Um, so, so you know it's it's a wonderful um, uh, heritage to sort of as a springboard really to kind of try and do new things from it or, or or you know put a different spin on it for sure. You're a VCA graduate, but and you've also established your own label and production house. Now that's very entrepreneurial. Um, and this is your 12th album Um, so you really are um, I mean the fact that you're going over different genres including soul and funk and jazz is is a very good thing isn't it to spread yourself out there through the audience so that you've got a whole lot of different followers 
Yeah, look, and, and I guess, you know, in this day and age where, um, you know, I guess the, the the pipe dream of having a record label do all your your work for you as far as the publicity and everything and putting your records out is really is really not not realistic anymore. And so you mm. sort of have mm. to just do a lot of it yourself. And so that's how, um, you know, we started up this little label and um, and also, you know, we record a lot of the stuff ourselves. Um, it's it's a bit uh, DIY, I suppose. But yeah, but it adds so much passion to, to what you're it doing. Does. Hands it, on. It, it, takes, it takes a long time to, <laughs> mm. when you do a lot of it yourself. But look, I guess in, in another way, it, you hopefully get a, uh, a result that you really want, you know, and it's it's um, it's great to be able to have so much control over the sound and 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 um, and obviously the compositions and the playing. And so, yeah, when we when it's coming out tomorrow, then hopefully it's uh, it's it's all on you, really. <laughs> it's, mm. it's good. And you're interested in the Stonington Jazz Festival. That's a it's been a wonderful festival. I went to it last year, and it was just such a great um, great selection of performers. Wonderful. Uh, uh, yes. Have you been interested in it for that reason, the variety of local talent and interstate and international? Uh, look, it's it's also um, a wonderful support that the um, the, the, the Stonington Council has with the, the Melbourne music industry, really. I mean, a, mm. a wonderful dedication to um, all, the, all that kind of, um, I don't know, the, the community of music... Um, in, you know, and, and reinforcing it. I mean, there's lots of lots of other festivals, but but specifically that, that's going to jazz a lot of uh, great reputation and, and good support for the music industry. And it's a lovely precursor to the Melbourne Jazz Festival, which sort of complements it's like the sibling siblings going on there. Melbourne it International, is, yeah. Yes. Mm. The, the more the merrier, really. Yes, oh. absolutely. We, we, we love need to it. bathe in it, don't we? Don't we, <laughs> Carol? Yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, listen, Jake. Um, you're uh, also performing, um, and uh, that's going to be next Thursday at uh, yes. Chapel on Chapel, 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., and tickets are available, I guess. It's not sold out yet, yes. is it? It's. it's uh, I think the thing is to, to just Google it or go yeah. to Chapel of Chapel website or, or sign to Jazz website, and you should be able to find it. Um, but, yeah, we'll be there playing, playing the record and playing... The, the Stranger in the Mirror, yes, wonderful. Yes. Well, right. congratulations on this, Jake. It's a, a, a mammoth effort um, and con- beautiful, as we were speaking beautiful about music. before. Continue, we might listen to a bit to more. Sex. Yes, yes. Thanks indeed. very much for being with us today. Wonderful. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. You. Yes. Also, um, as you know, um, we're here with um, the lovely Carol Whitfield. Now, Carol, you're backed by a four-piece band. Yes. Um, when you're doing your terrific show about Amy Winehouse, Beyond the Beehive, Amy Winehouse's musical mastery, a celebration of a modern music master, and that's going to be at the Butterfly Club. So tell us about your backing band. So I've got a four-piece band. I've got uh, my f- good friend Ryland Sack. He's on the keyboards. He's a great jazz jazz keyboardist yeah. uh amy coming on drum kit mm-hmm. christine rathjen's bass guitar oh and good to women good good yeah and my great friend lucy valley keen on saxophone oh good on you you're women of our own hearts yes. we we set up um um a group and what what, what was it called again what's that the <laughs> friends under the bed you're talking about <laughs> no oh the um you know the women oh yes um uh, all girls jam. We're having a senior moment, folks. 
<laughs> we said a siphon. <laughs> We're looking at each other and thinking, oh, hello, that was Got that, a bit of that a jam wasn't very good, was it? Yeah, we, we set up something that went for about a year and it's still going to be coming back. All girls jam. Strange to encourage very female yeah. musicians, especially so, Yeah, Whenever you see a band, I'm so sick of seeing you've got a female vocalist yes. and all the band's blokes. Yes, so exactly. Really? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Yes. Are there any, you know, yeah. female instrumentalists out there? Yes. I'm sure there are. Oh, good on you. It's so refreshing to hear. It's great. It's great. Yeah. So, of course, the show Beyond the Beehive opens on Tuesday the 15th of May. Yeah. And, yes. w- and when does it go to? goes to the Saturday the 19th. Oh, lovely. But Friday and Saturday are sold out. Oh, yes. okay. And there's only a handful of tickets left on the Thursday and the Tuesday. Okay. and there, But there's a few more left on the See, Wednesday. She's so, she's so loved. And, she is, exactly. I mean, it's a compliment to you that you, you know, you, you really are taking her music so serious. And this yeah. is what this will be about. Yeah. So um, you're telling a story at the same time. Yeah, I'm talking about her, her music mm. and, yeah, the, the story of her musical background and her talent. Mm. And uh, and particularly about Back to Black, the album, mm. which is just as oh, I well, said, it's just yes, it's yeah. just a fascinating, yeah. yeah, fascinating and album. There's so much to tell. Just um, just on that issue, um, you would have been interested to, I guess, to notice the frame of mind she was in when she made that album. Yeah. So, where was she at? So, so she did Frank when she was 19, and then she didn't write for another few years. And then she said that she can only write when she feels really strongly about something. So she went through a few years later a really bad breakup, which has been in the press, but I'm not going to dwell on it. No. So, yeah, she went on a – she was feeling really down and she got into all – she said she listened to a lot of 60s girl group heartbreak songs and she really got into that. And so that – yeah, that moment in her life inspired Back to Black. black. And it was – yeah. And just – who else could turn heartbreak into such a masterpiece? Oh, exactly. Um, That's where good art comes from so often though, isn't it? So what time is the show? So the Tuesday and the Friday it starts at 6 o'clock. Okay. Although the Friday is booked out, so don't worry about that one. Mm. And the Wednesday and Thursday is 7 o'clock at the Butterfly Club. So we're saying it's booked out. So I think that you probably could – sort of do the show somewhere else or uh, as lovely as Butterfly Club is and they're so supportive to Melbourne music Mm. and in general in local talent, um, maybe there is an opportunity to go on the road, so to speak. Could Carol, be, yeah. You know, be. so there's someone out there who's. So, oh, it sounds absolutely magic, yeah. You know, to be able to get get a bit of our rural, regional, you know, yeah, um, for sure. Um, population, or, or our audiences, um, being able to give, be, you know, especially knowing that it's sold out. It's sort of, it's up to you now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a, bit, it's, a, it's a bit, a bit like you know, we'll we'll, we'll get this all happening. Yeah, you know? well, this is the first one, so who knows where yeah. it'll go from here? Yeah. yeah, no, that's great. Just getting back to you. And your training too. Uh, you train at the National Theatre Drama School and did private vocal training. It's a, it makes a, a terrific, refreshing example for people out there who are vocalists mm-hmm. because you've you've done it in a different way than people normally do. And I think that's been interesting because you've come a long way. Been How do in people all sorts normally do it? Musical I didn't theater. know I was abnormal. <laughs> Classicals. <laughs> what do people normally do? Oh, a lot of the ones come through VCA that that yeah. we find, and so this yeah. is refreshing what okay. you're saying because it just shows that people oh, the have strength. there's no set path, especially for the arts. Is yeah, there? no. I mean, no. I started off singing classical. I was a little high soprano, okay. poetry soprano. Well, that's beautiful then, classic. Yeah, and now I'm singing. And Amy's a contralto. Yes. So what a great! I do have a range. I do have. I do have a. 
Yeah, I've got a wide range. Yeah, yes, and exactly. Can you give us, just before you go, can you give us a, a little example, knowing that we're mad women, of, <laughs> um, of a song that you might do, uh, say rehab or, or something like yeah, that, just I a verse a or something? a little bit of... Um, you know I'm no good. Oh, oh, even though you know, even though I am good, you are good. You're sing, very you know, good. You're so very good, Carol. Thank you. <laughs> a little bit of acapella. Yes. This is on request yes. by Trish and Valerie. Yes. <laughs> She'll never speak to us again. But hello, it's been that sort of morning. I didn't bring folks. my guitar. <laughs> it's all right. I can meet wait. you downstairs in the bar and heard your rolled up sleeves in your skull t-shirt. You say, "Why did you do with him today?" and sniff me. Me out like I was Tanqueray. Oh, my. <laughs> we want you oh. to keep going. See, it's a bit like these shows. We're going to be wanting more. <laughs> oh, Indeed, that's so. Oh, thank you more. so much. You don't need so an much. instrument. <laughs> You've got your own instrument. Yeah. No, thank you so much, no, Carol. No that's, problem. This is Carol. We were speaking to Carol Whitfield with her show Beyond the Beehive, opening on Tuesday, the fifteenth of May. At the the Butterfly Club. About so, Amy Winehouse, yes. who could resist? Oh, that speaks volumes. <laughs> which it? are the Wonderful. best days to go for now that a couple have been booked out? Wednesday has the most tickets. Yes. Wednesday, the, the what? 16th. That would be the 16th yeah. of May. They yes. can work the calendar out. They can, they can, yeah, Wednesday. They can look it up. Yeah, exactly. Just look up your phone. Yeah, exactly. But, um, what what time is it on? On Wednesday, it is 7 o'clock. Yes. But there's still a handful left on the Thursday and the Tuesday, if you could. Wonderful. Okay. Uh, we'll get uh, on to there, folks. The Butterfly awesome. Club. Um, yes. So just Google, Google Beyond it. the Beehive Butterfly. You'll yeah. find it. Easy. Yep. Beautiful. Well, thank you again. And you, so, yes, we want to thank also Jack, Ma- uh, Jake Mason, jazz organist and multi-instrumentalist, who's featuring the Stonington Jazz Festival next Thursday after tomorrow's launch of his debut solo album, The Stranger in the Mirror. So we've had some lovely guests in today yeah. and we're just about to go to Talk Back With Attitude.